The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. And again, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. Again, he sent other servants, saying, Tell those who were invited, See, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. The king was angry, and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderous, those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. And those servants went out into the, word, into the roads and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to look at the guests, he saw there a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise, Praise to you, you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, for Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. I like to feast. I like the idea of a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food full of marrow, of aged wine well refined. I like good food and good company. You know, this weekend we were looking at some pictures, and our family likes to feast. And I think about this feast thrown by the king for his own son's wedding. Imagine it would put that midnight buffet on the cruise ship to shame. And yet, the guests invited to the feast in today's parable decline the invitation. I'm too busy. I'd rather be whatever. And then they even respond in anger and violence to those sent to invite them. Jesus speaks a third time in parables to the Jerusalem elite, to the chief priests and the rulers of the people. And now the Pharisees have also joined the audience at the temple as Jesus responds to those who question his authority. And for the second time, Jesus describes messengers sent out, servants of a master, the prophets sent to God's people, prophets ignored, beaten, and killed. For the second time, Jesus speaks of judgment and destruction. This time, we even hear that the city of the rebellious people will be destroyed. Perhaps Jesus is referring to Jerusalem and the very temple in which he is standing, which will be destroyed about 40 years after he speaks these words. And for the third time, Jesus talks about those who think they are in being outside kingdom of heaven, and those who are considered out at 
actually being in. Jesus began his response to the chief priests and the rulers with a reference to John the Baptist. And in these three parables, I can hear echoes of John's own response to that same crowd of the Jerusalem elite. You brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Instead, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able even from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. The chief priests, the rulers, and the Pharisees have heard the invitation to feast in the kingdom, and they have refused to enter. The invitation now goes out to the streets with the good and the bad gathered to the feast. The tax collectors and the prostitutes, and eventually even the Gentiles, are invited to feast in the kingdom of heaven. The least before the greatest. But what about that one? The one who enters the feast but does not put on the wedding garment. It seems that the custom of the time was that the host, the groom, was to provide a wedding garment for each of the guests. To refuse this gift would be a great offense to the host. And so we find the king in this parable addressing this guest who refuses the garment with the not-so-friendly greeting of friend. The same greeting of the master of the vineyard to the ungrateful workers. Friend, I have done you no wrong. The same greeting of Jesus to Judas in Gethsemane. Friend, do what you are here to do. The greeting for betrayal. As I said, I like to feast, and yet, Jesus speaks to me in this parable about the kingdom of heaven. Jesus invites me to feast in the kingdom of heaven. To feast with Isaiah and with all the nations on the mountain of the Lord of hosts. To feast as death is swallowed up forever and the reproach is taken away. To feast with Paul, abounding and rejoicing, because indeed the Lord is at hand. To feast with the psalmist, even in the presence of those who wish me harm. Jesus invites me to feast, to be satisfied and renewed in times of prayer, and yet, I'm too busy. I'd rather be, I can think of any other number of excuses, but they're the same excuses as those who were originally invited. Jesus invites me to feast in the great community, and yet, and yet, I don't want to put on the same garments with that rabble, with the people who aren't like me, with others. I don't want to mix with the good and the bad. And yet, and yet Jesus still invites me to this feast of the table, this feast of the kingdom, at this very table. He invites me once more to put on the wedding garment of love. St. Paul writes, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, 
bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving one another. As the Lord has forgiven you, so also must you forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And Jesus still invites you. Jesus still invites us to come clothed in his love and to feast at this table. And then Jesus sends us out as messengers of the kingdom. So how are we to hear these words? Many are called, but few are chosen. This is how Jesus concludes these three parables spoken against the Jerusalem elite. Many are called, but few are chosen. Like John the Baptist, Jesus challenges the comfortable chosenness of the children of Abraham, the children of Israel, the children of Judah. Jesus redefines what it means to be chosen, to participate in the kingdom of God as beloved children of God, to be in the community of brothers and sisters, united in the love of God our Father, to feast, to rejoice, to abound, and to, to abide, is to be chosen. And so, as we are sent as servants of the kingdom to invite others to this feast, we might expect to be ignored, ridiculed, or even worse. We might expect the comfortable to ignore us and the outsider to listen. Many may be called, but few will be among the chosen. The insider and the outsider, the good and the bad, all are invited. Yet sadly, only a few will choose to come to the feast. Only a few will choose to take off the shabby garments of self-righteousness and put on the garment of grace, the righteousness of Christ. Only a few will choose to take off shame and regret and the idolatry of self-judgment and put on forgiveness. Only a few will choose to take off the anger, bitterness, fear, hatred, and selfishness that burn within and put on love. And yet, and yet, as St. John sees in his great vision of heaven, those few become the great multitude which forever sings, Alleluia, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come and the bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, pure and bright, for the linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. Indeed, as the angel said to John, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And indeed, as John replies, these are the true words of God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.